3: So here we are, we're back in the pub after what I have to say was another amazing, well, typical Brentford fight back. I mean, but where last year there was always a sense of belief that, you know, we knew anything was possible. I don't think today um, we had, had, you know, there was a lot of hope when we went into the last, last, you know, the last five, ten minutes. That feels
4: like a win, doesn't it? Most definitely. I have to admit, I'm not going to lie, I was one of those doomsayers. I looked at the clock at 90... And I thought it was dead and buried. But if we come back like that, I don't want to do it too many more times. I don't want to be going 2-0 down, but it was amazing. After such a relaxing nice summer I didn't expect to come back and have a heart rate of about 165 again on the first day at Gripping Park. Amazing amazing game.
3: There were some good signs today, there were some worrying signs today I thought we started off pretty well um, Ipswich got back into it, we, we started getting a bit sloppy second second period um, second part of the first half um, and went a goal down 2-0 um, down, it seemed over and done with.
4: Um, I think like Ipswich, they're a very good side, but the two goals that we conceded were both poor defensive errors and we have to be looking at those back two now. I don't want to say, but I think Dean's really got to be benched now. I mean, Tarky came in, Tarke didn't have a great game either, but when I look at the two of them, Tarki's the one that I want to see going on. Dean's got a lot to prove, to be honest. It was a bad 40 minutes after the first half an hour. And unfortunately, we didn't look like we had anything going forward really until Andre Gray came on. The, the Hoff, he, he
3: had some good touches, he, he brought a lot of people into play, he held it up well. But you're right, when, when, when Grey came on, we actually looked really potent.
4: And we did, and I think the thing that really resonated with everybody was the fact that when he came on, we all wondered how much passion he'd actually have for it. And he brought such, he was so lively, so quick on the ball, really pushed for it. And hopefully, maybe that's a good sign of things to come.
3: I feel a little bit petty for mentioning it though, but um, he, we sang his name. We, we want you to stay, we want you to stay. Andre Gray wants you to stay. He, he didn't acknowledge it. Um, is that, is that, is that BNP?
4: Um, maybe a little bit. He's a young lad. He's got a lot to think about. And unfortunately, money does rule this world now. And hopefully, Benham will sit him down, have a word with him. Something can be arranged. And if nobody else comes in, who knows, might be sixth again this season.
3: So we're back in the boozer. Um, just said to, uh, said to the previous guy, it feels like a win.
2: It feels like a win. Uh, Well, I actually don't agree with that. I think that um, we've lucked out a little bit today. Um, I thought there was something missing from our general play today. There's something untangible. I think that out of the players who've left in this past week, it's obviously going to unsettle the team. But at the moment, we don't have anybody in the squad who you look at and you think that player is going to replace... Dallas slash Moses slash Dougie. Alan McCormack's a perfectly capable, but he's not a replacement for Moses. That has to be that has to be a player who's going to be signed. Um, same goes for Dougie. There wasn't anybody doing what he did in the team today. Uh, Gogia showed some promise, but he isn't the same kind of player as Dallas. So it depends what you want to do. Uh, and Gray changed the game when he came on we played differently with Hoffman on, he's a different kind of player and I think that Gray showed his value to our team it's not just a figure it's intangible the way that the the team lifted when he was on the pitch and the, the options he gave us as a player I think means that he's actually worth more than just uh, an analysis and that's what we think he's worth.
3: Some really good points there. Um, you know, Assuming that he persists with mainly that team today, I, mean, I think he might make changes next week, but do you think it's going to take a few weeks before the team gets settled?
2: Yes, I do. I hope that Ker- I wasn't really impressed with Kurt Palmer today, but I hope he grows into the role that he's been brought in to do. Uh, I'm assuming B- Bielan's going to play when he's fully fit. Um... Hoffman has showed some nice touches. I just worry about us playing in a different way because we've got a uh, six-foot-plus striker up front. Uh, It depends, you know. I I think that um, I've got trust in Dijkhausen. I think he's got some good ideas. I just just worry that with the players that have left this week and might leave in grey, that it might take a while, a little bit longer than we all think, so, so
3: it was a cumulative miss yeah. rather than any individuals. Correct. I mean, yeah. I don't, I don't think we missed Moses at all on his own. I thought McCormack played all right, but no. you, you, you think the cumulative of three or four actually dilutes us somewhat?
2: Yeah, I do. Um, no one was complaining when McCormack was playing right back last year until he got until um, it, you know Moses starting to play right back for us last year kind of fell, fell fell on us a little bit because McCormack got injured. No-one was complaining about McCormack before, so, yeah, he's a solid right-back. Yeah, I just think there was something a little bit... Yeah, there was maybe something a little bit missing today. And hopefully, that will remedy itself.
3: But good to get a point on the board.
2: 100%, yeah, yeah.
5: So we've
3: got two regular Scottish bees that have come down from our broth today. You, you were up early for this one.
5: Dave, we were, yeah. Sorry, the accent deceives. Uh, living in Scotland, uh, lived here for years. Yeah, up at 3.30 this morning, dumped the car at Hermiston in Edinburgh. Uh, Falkirk bees will know exactly where that is. And uh, 7.30 from King's Cross, uh, to King's Cross, and then across London, dumped the bags here at half one. What an afternoon. So
3: <laughs> with, with, um, with no minutes left on the clock, you must have thought, What the hell have I done today?
5: Well, the last game we were at Griffin Park, it was Easter Monday against Forest, so it was a kind of a bit of a similar tale, a bit of a similar tale. we sort of of snatching it in the absolute death of the game, and you know what? It's one of those things. We for 41 minutes that second half, we were not in it, Dave. We were not in it, and then suddenly there we are.
3: You are both bees. You'd have
6: a 2-2 draw. Yeah, apparently it's the best thing going but we got the point, and I'm happy.
3: What did you think of the the new signings? I liked Kersh Bimmer, He impressed me. Uh, when Viva came on, he impressed me as well. Eh? And how I mean, Tarki he, he came up and he, and he came up trumps right at the end. He looked like he was struggling for pace a bit a couple of times. He looked like he, he looked like he needed a couple more games. Ah,
6: it's, it's definitely that match sharpness. They, they did look better, even though they're rolling
3: about the petrol half the game. But I suppose the fitness are coming trumps as well, hopefully. Jonathan Douglas came on towards the end. I, I thought that w- he would wrap the game up. I thought I thought that was it, but it didn't turn out too good for him, did it?
5: No, not really. No, I mean, but I tell you what, what a welcome he got from the Terrace and Road this afternoon. Absolutely fantastic. A great servant for the club was really pivotal in our success over the last three years. And you know what? Great welcome for him. But yeah, if, yeah, he came on. I didn't think he'd play. I knew he was on the bench. Saw him warming up didn't actually think he'd come on didn't think he'd be match fit but Mick McCarthy probably a devil streak in him thought well I'll throw him on anyway and fortunately didn't come to pass but
3: we did really show our respects today didn't we that was, a, that was a good good moment
5: yeah I think it is I think it is I think it's also very important it's about the whole thing about a guy who does you a service it was clear he had some issues whatever they were who knows what they were but he was asked to walk away or he chose to walk away combination of both Dave and you know what he walked away with his head held high he came back today there was no no and he, there's no nastiness, there's no niggles in his behaviour or his, his body language or whatever. So credit to him and credit to our fans for saying cheerio to him in, in good in good fashion.
3: Well, a credit for you to come, for coming all the way down from Scotland for today.
5: Hey, listen, Dave, I tell you, when I moved to London in 1987, I arrived at Griffin Park and fell in love with this team. And it's robbed on now to Robbie, 16 years old, Brentford through and through. We love it, mate. Come you be? Thank you. You Reds.
3: So we've, uh, we've uh, we found a couple of Ipswich Town fans in, back in the globe um, fair play to them coming back in here and uh, drowning their sorrows um, you must be you must be absolutely gutted
7: Well it feels like a defeat as you say you're tuning up cruising 89 minutes you feel like it's been the perfect opening day of the season and then football happens and you find out that you've lost two points in dramatic circumstances but although obviously we feel quite bad right now but there's a lot of positives we can take I mean we cried out for width all of last season. We finally got with by the uh, two young wingers. We've got Fraser and uh, Maitland-Niles, who, when they were playing, looked really impressive and uh, managed to create some opportunities. But, yeah, obviously, you just see the, the, the two goals added on. Our defensive frailties Ortiz is still there. Um, obviously, Barrett wasn't there because he was suspended today, so hopefully if he comes in, we can sort of shore it up a bit. But, you know, we, we played a playoff team and uh, we came away from home and got a point. So normally you'd take that, but in the circumstances...
3: I mean, obviously we're clearly delighted. Um, you weren't. You were bouncing midway through that second half, but you weren't bouncing at the end.
4: No, afraid not. But yeah, sort of threw it away. We all started really well. Half time, everyone thought, yeah, this is going well, and then sort of just threw it away. Sort of uh, 90 plus two, 90 plus six, and it just just threw it away. I mean,
3: I, you know. I think we've all conceded late goals and two in, in injury time. I mean, we we did do that a couple of times last year, and we're speaking to a few of the others, but we didn't see that happening today. We, we looked second half. I thought we looked really flat. Um, there was there was a couple of good moments. We we didn't look like the team we did at some stages. We weren't at our, anywhere near our best. So to get anything out of that is a miracle from our, our point of view. It feels like a win, um, but. You know, I think it's part of me. is Like, just to have points on the board is, it isn't bad. First game.
7: Yeah, I mean, I think it's a fair assessment. I think obviously, Brentford at the end of last season, you know, they got the playoffs, and no one expected that, and mm. tore quite a few teams apart in the division. And um, it was interesting to see because the ball sprayed out to the wings a lot from Brentford today. Obviously, like, that must be one of their things that they've been told in training now to get out to the wings. But um, you still didn't think they were going to create a lot. But then, obviously, the, the two goals came. I think what changed it was when uh, our wingers got brought off, making the Niles went off injured as well. And we sort of decided to re- retreat a little bit and sort of play a bit more of a defensive game. And that let you guys come at us. And then, as soon as the first goal went in, you could see that everyone's tails were up on the Brentford side. And, unfortunately, we've seen it too often. To with lips, we will cave in. We did it quite a few times, and we did it again today.
3: What did you think of Jonathan Douglas?
7: I think... Well, it's too early to say. Obviously, he only played about 20 minutes. It's too early to say whether he's going to catch fire or not. But on the paper, it looks like a great signing. I mean, he only missed two games last season. He was your captain, scored more goals than the rest of our midfield last season put together. So we're going to welcome him with open arms. And hopefully, if he becomes as well-liked and as well-loved as he was at Brentford, he's going to be a good player for us. Have a good season, boys. And you. And you
3: another couple of happy bees back
6: in the boozer afterwards oh, what, did you, what did you make of the game, that was a topsy-turvy game very topsy-turvy I thought we looked like 11 strangers um, a bit disappointing that our new manager didn't try and interact with what, from what I saw either the players or the, or the fans and uh, well we got out of jail, let's hope we can build on it from here but disappointing in some respects but elation at the end
3: yeah, I think I think in on some, some there were some big plus points and some big minus points. Um, what, what, what were you
6: see the biggest pluses and what were the biggest minuses? I think the pluses were the, the fighting spirit still there to come back and score two goals in the last five minutes. Uh, the minuses were that, frankly, I thought we looked like 11 strangers. I know we've had a, some new players, but we've got still the nucleus of the side from last season. And I'm wondering that whether there's a hangover in terms of um, the... Disappointment that Warburton's no longer the manager there. We need to snap out of that pretty quick. I thought of the new guys, didn't see enough of them to to really form an opinion today. Andre Gray showed us that he can score goals. Big worry that he'll go, and I think he will. Um, No doubt we'll statistically buy somebody that um, none of us know, and let's hope that that works, because on paper at the moment... we we don't look as strong as last year by a long way
3: um yeah a couple of other people who've you know i've just spoken to they sort of you know alluded to the fact it might take a few weeks before things settle down and it, it, it might be too much to expect for us to hit the ground running and and, and have all, all, all cylinders firing but you know obviously the, yeah you're right there, there are signs for concern and there's, there's work to be done on the training ground and there's certainly work to be done on the uh on the on the old blackboard um you know Harley Dean and Tarkowski. A lot of people around me saying they didn't look good enough.
6: I think that's a really fair point, Dave. And when we've signed two new centre backs, I guess I was a bit surprised that what I didn't see in the starting lineup was new centre backs, because I think that was our weakness last year. With every respect to the two players, and uh, we need to do something about that pretty quick. So hopefully, we can we can make that change. Do- so, to wrap things up, I think we've had a, a fairly
3: mixed and a fairly honest um, interpretation of what we've seen this afternoon. What did you make
8: of the game, mate? I thought the first 40 minutes, I felt fine. I thought we looked good. We were playing the ball around nicely. I thought we were a better team. I thought we were a better team than Ipswich. We looked more composed, more skillful, And then they got their goal. And then the second goal was a shambles. Toomes and McCormack just all over the place and then there was arguing between themselves and it just felt like the half now that second half was just disjointed and there wasn't a leader getting a grip of it and it was a bit worrying but I think patience is the key word here we have a new team we just lost one of our best players yesterday and there's the speculation about Andre Gray I think we've got to be patient. If it's like that second half after six or seven games, then I'll be worried. But at the moment, I'm going to suck it and see, get behind the team and see how we get on. But they showed resilience and they showed that they didn't want to lose. And even when it looked like we were never going to get back in that game, we got back in it. And what I want to say is that one of my mates over there was saying in the Eden Road, there was people shouting for Warburton. And if you want to follow Warburton, go and support Rangers because Warburton's the past now as was Douglas. So we've got to get behind the Bs, we've got to get behind this team, and we've got to give it, all we can is support. I thought our support today was poor, no one got behind the team, so we can slag the team off, but you need to slag yourselves off. We've got to be positive, get behind the team, support the team, and I think we'll be all right, you know? We lost. We didn't have, I knew I can't say bell end without saying end. <laughs> but we haven't got him on there today. Obviously, the lad from Chelsea's injured. Yes. So today was a bit of a disjointed team, but they still hauled a result out. And it was a better performance than we did against Ipswich last year under Warburton. So all the old, oh, uh, Warburton, Warburton get stuffed, basically. You know, that's the end. If you want to follow him, go to Rangers. Come on, you bees.
0: Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app at Participating Restaurants 18 Plus Serving Times Delivery Fee and Terms Apply. See McDonald's.com.